Hello, 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 and welcome to the 67th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean, and I am back doing the intro. That's right, I know you all missed me. There's not much to say this week other than on March 8th at 1 p.m. is our next Absalom in Order episode. Come on by, take a watch, donate some bits, help some charities out, and help our players survive. That includes me. Also, in the show notes below, you'll see a link to our Patreon. Come on over, join our Patreon. We have two tiers, a $1 and a $5 tier at the $5 tier. You can join our Discord server and chat with us. You can also add either a critical hit or critical miss deck to really help or hinder our players. And that goes for both shows, both the Twitch and the podcast your card gets added into. Lastly, and don't tell anyone, but we are coming up to the end of book two soon. So like we did with the end of book one so long ago, we want your questions so we can answer them. Maybe you have questions about monsters. Maybe you have questions about why I can't pronounce names. Maybe you have a question about a character. Let us know. Please email us at show at com. Or if you're on our Discord, just use the hashtag questions. Yes, we're very simple like that. Okay, I've yelled and rambled enough. Let's head over to the table now. Welcome to the 67th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Two more to 69, dudes. Nice. And I, f- <laughs> I finally figured out what is going to be nice about that episode. But you'll have to wait till that episode. Oh, are we, are we going to have to have an OnlyFans from, from there on in? I think we should have an OnlyFans anyway, but, <laughs> okay. but no, 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 so. All right. <laughs> what sort of content would we have on our OnlyFans? I must know. Green weenie. <laughs> I was going to make a joke OnlyFans and just have like the tagline be like, nude models. <laughs> and then um, have the little miniatures for like my Warhammer figures and whatnot, like prime them and slowly paint them oh, with sensual yeah. music in the background. <laughs> Super sexy, I'm in. Take my money, please. Sorry, I'm here. Woo! <laughs> Matt, you've been unusually quiet for this opening. What's going on? Everybody else is talking. I don't want to talk over people or be talked over either way. So, I'm well, here. I thought you were. Honey. I thought you were having moral uh, objections to our uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> no, no, I'm just here in the corner. Don't mind me. No what I'm doing. Sound suspicious. Sorry, I was thinking about how to sexually put on a 35-pound chainmail shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if anybody wins for that. Now that we've lost all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Oh! Mm. Also, I posted this to our wonderful patrons, but a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how awesome it was. And Matt, you threw out a challenge to the first country to get us in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Did I? Well. I don't remember that. The country has gotten us into the top 10. Oh. What? Which yeah. We were number number seven in Italy. What? For gaming podcasts. Well, bonjour. Bell Italia. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Italy. We peaked at number seven, uh, and we've been there for a couple days now. Awesome. Thank you, Italy. Thank you, all of our Italian listeners. Yes, thank you for listening to us rapidly, uh, consuming all of our content. Um, Now I'd like to have a uh, brief moment with everybody but Italy. Italy, you can step out for a second. Uh, What are you guys doing? You're letting Italy beat you? You gotta get us better than that, right? Like, seven? I mean, it's okay. It's the top ten. But top five? You can do it. Just listen harder. More. (laughs) Faster. I don't know. It's like that song with the robot head people. Hey, Italy, you can come back in now. Italy, you're welcome back. Come on. All right. And that's why um, Italy's the best. Yep. Mm -hmm. Also, Italy, don't let anybody else dethrone you. Keep listening. Yeah. Listen harder. (laughs) Go back and, you know, grab a friend's phone and download all of our episodes onto that phone now. Yeah. That'll work. That'll help. When we last left, this combat in the pit was still going on. But things had started to look better for you. Only one Chirika has gotten up to the front uh, and swung at Twin Talon and missed miserably. We have three Kermits, as Haya has called them. (laughs) And a Churika throw a grappling hook up near Seagull Teeth and have started to climb it. We have four Void Worms left, and they're kind of hanging out around the two Now Nets, which are still in the water. One is still in Soraya's Smoke Bomb. Soraya is up about 10 feet away from them, and the Dragon Pillar has been yanked out by a gravity well, and is now floating in the water. Noise. Good job, Rob. Matt, I was very rude last episode, and you were going to swing at the Chirica that had made it up to you. But I decided to end the episode because I'm a jerk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you swing at the Chirica now. Oh, thank you. You're so gracious. You're welcome. I know. I am. Alright, so Twin Talon will lack out with his dog slicer. His goblin dog slicer. 24. 24 will critically hit this Chirica. That's what you get. Alright. There we go. This is a Paizo card. Uh, It is a slashing weapon. Lip cut. The target must succeed at a DC5 flat check to cast spells with a verbal component until healed. Alright, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Um, nope, but how much damage do you do? Well, let's see. 2d6 from the weapon, 2d6 from the sneak attack, plus an additional 4 from my dexterity, so 30. 30 points of damage will kill the Churika. All right. So that was your first action. All right, feeling pretty good. That's how we do this. So looking at the map, scrolling around this giant map it looks like there is nobody coming up that ramp at this point gee i wonder why seagull teeth all right so twin talent is thinking to move over here to the grappling hook and he's going to look down at the people on the grappling hook rope and then he's going to cut the rope okay so they fall 50 feet 50 feet jeez yep so 50 divided by two is 25 points of damage. I mean, if they're right at the top, sure. And then remember, if one person falls and then someone else falls on top of them, they take damage from themselves falling, and then they take half the damage of the person who fell on top of them. 
Well, I will tell you, even if they were 20 feet up, mm -hmm. they all die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mooks. Because they have been pulling off the ledge three times already, taking three sets of falling damage. They were trying to climb up the side, hoping to avoid taking more falling damage. And Twin Talon just cuts the rope, and they all die. So it appears as if you've dealt with all of the Churika... Boggards. And Boggards, leaving just the Nownets and the Void Worms. Um, we can just leave them, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not... As far as we know, they're just naturally occurring creatures... They don't seem to be part of the whole Cinderclaw cult. They're just attracted to certain things, right? Yeah, I mean, they are from another plane, but there was something that drew them here, and other than that... Well, the the void worms were drawn to the pillar, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. Is it possible to take a void worm as an animal? <laughs> They're not animals, so I don't think so. They're not, yes. They are actually and intelligent creatures. Maybe you can ask if they want to come and hang out. I want to befriend one. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, there is a diplomacy skill called Make an Impression. Do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> one minute of conversation. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, combat. Back. Actually, let me just let me end the combat because if you guys are gonna leave everything else alone. Yeah. You see that the Nownets kind of slink back into the water, and they submerge themselves. Okay. Wait, do we, what do we know about Nownets? I know that the Voidworms were, are, like, attracted to shiny... Um, right? Is that what I'm... Am I remembering correctly? So, the Voidworms are engrossed with object permanence, and they find something and they fixate on it. The thing they fixated on was the pillar, and now that it, the pillar's destroyed, they're kind of just drifting aimlessly looking for something else to be infatuated the now nets you've made two successful checks on on them you know that they are 12 feet long and about 900 pounds they can change shape they are chaotic neutral they're from the maelstrom which is at one of the planes mm -hmm. they're what are called proteans protein shake got it sorry they have a 10 intelligence and a, what is that, a plus 3 to wisdom, so... 16. Okay, so they're intelligent. Yeah, they're fairly intelligent. That's what you know about. But what are they doing here? It just seems like a weird group. Like, there's two of them. They tend to travel in pairs. Cool. <laughs> why are they here? Are here electively, or like... Well, you can try and go talk to one. Let's do it. Do we know what languages they speak? You passed both of your knowledge checks on them, so I'm going to tell you. It's Abyssal, Celestial, and Protean. Okay. You also remember that all Proteans are prone to unpredictable fits and unexplained actions. But compared to most others, Nownets are much more bestial and always ready for a fight. Nownets pride themselves on acting swiftly and striking before unpleasant distractions like diplomacy can blunt a combat's beginning. They seem like okay. they might not like talking. Right, but my thought is, so actually, I'll turn to Seagull Teeth since he's been here a while. Like, hey, buddy, um, did they tell you why you were digging in this spot? So we didn't die. Okay, I mean, I I, I get it. Um, Seagull Teeth, 
you were told that you were digging here because you had to excavate as much gold as possible. They also wanted as much of the yellow shiny as possible. Okay. Just curious if the now so if the void worms are drawn to like shiny objects. Again, there was a bunch of them. So I don't know if they travel in schools like fish or what. But uh if they're drawn to the dragon pillar, and that's gone. Now they're just looking for something else. What if the Nounats were drawn to something? Like, I'm curious if there's something under the water that we can't see. The big aqua mm. hairless rats? <laughs> yeah, the things that look like ram crocodile snakes. Never heard of those. <laughs> you actually see them transform, and they look like large eels now. Cool. Uh, nothing creepy about that. Um, do we have to go say hello to those things? They look terrifying. I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. They eat you if you get close to them. Yes, I I, I saw that. I lost six Earlier. cousins that way. Oh, oh no. There are more of you here? <laughs> really? Yeah, I pushed them in the... And, uh, yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, you had six cousins uh, here, or just in general? I'm so confused. Well, while all the debate is going on across the the map, Sorry, I was gonna like go down and approach the the one that's near the where the pillar was. Okay, and try. I'm gonna try to make an impression. Yee. All right. Uh, did we ever discover if they like speak? If they're like intelligent, like that way, or no? They are less intelligent, much less intelligent, but still intelligent. Okay, well, I rolled a, a 14 to try and make an impression, so I'm not super, not super... You actually pass. Oh my god! Yes! 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 <laughs> <laughs> so right now they are indifferent. Since you succeeded, they are friendly. Hmm. I'll say the one that is th- closest to the hole where the dragon pillar is. Yeah. You walk up to, and what do you say to them? I am going to... To try and like catch its attention first, I imagine it's listlessly, like bobbing around the hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to wave. I'm just like hello. It kind of looks up at you and notices the shiny bottles around your belt. Yeah, and it starts to flit towards you. Uh, Soraya, pl- please be careful. Oh goodness. <laughs> I don't think it's going to... Why is she talking to the ethereal flying rat? It's unclear. It now just kind of, like, is like, as you walk away, it's following you. (laughs) But uh, it won't, like, fight or anything. It's This is a cosmetic pet that you have picked up. That's totally fine. (laughs) I enjoy my cosmetic pet. And actually, while you're down there... What does Jasper think about that? I think Jasper is excited to have someone else to, like, share the shinies with. Aww. Because ja- Jasper, as I'm sure you've noticed, also loves collecting shinies. <laughs> so as you are down there, something on the bank of the the river here, or of the... As you look, it, you realize it's a sluice pond. Oh, um, okay, so this is, like, runoff from the mining operation? Yeah. You notice that in the yellowy water, just notice something shiny. It, it does seem that there's something, um, it looks like there's something down here that might be interesting. Uh, I'm 
not entirely sure I'd like to approach alone, considering the massive eel things. But if you would like to join me down here... Certainly. And she'll, like, point out the spot. Brianna will slowly make her way over. We don't mine over there. Lot of death. Well, might as well, you know, make sure that we're getting all the information we need from from here. And Brianna will slowly make her way over that way. What do you need to know? A big hole in the ground with deadly water. That is a lot of good information. It, it is all very useful information, that's true. But, um, there's, there's, there's more shinies, and... Well, I have two friends that like shinies now. Possibly three. Oh, Do you like you shiny should, things, Sniper? You should have a uh, Jasper check it out. I would rather not sacrifice Jasper. It takes a very long time and a lot of energy to make a new one. Hmm. All right, Sabrina will slowly wade right. over there. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, well, yes. Why don't you stay back just in case it's also laced with arsenic, like uh, like all the gold was. Okay. But yeah, probably. Yes, so, uh, but if you just want to stay on the ready in case one of those nanats decides it wants to get close. Spidey! <laughs> Understandable. You discover three more gold nuggets. Tainted nuggets? Of course, tainted nuggets. Tainted nugs! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll carry them back to Intel and you have the, the bag with them, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to give, hand that to me since I'm. Um, I, I have um, a bit of inoculation against these these kinds of things. I'll just add that to the pile. Yep. And while you're picking up those tainted nugs, you see <laughs> that there is a corpse floating in the water. Oh, my. Uh, what is it a corpse of? I assume a it's goblin. Not- oh, no. Somebody oh. nobody? Um, could be my cousin. It, but, okay. How how we do? Is it like close enough that I can like pull it to shore? No, it is way out in the middle. Okay. Well, so, so. it's about forty feet away from you guys. Well, if we want to go fetch it, I'm sure we'll have to contend with nanites again. H- hold on, though. Do do you remember when we had those large toad creatures uh, attack us in the um? What was it in in the the ones that used the, yes the, the the plate mail as bait on the backs of the correct so you're the turtle yes that's what it was turtle not frogs sorry too many toads and frogs I think kind of tainted my memory had, um, what if no it's... We, we've had quite <laughs> yes what if it it's uh, one of those I'm I'm still very cautious about suddenly running in and yes I'm, I am I am concerned it might be bait for the nanas. So as they're talking about it, Twin Talon is going to go collect the 50 foot of rope that's now laying at the bottom of this cliff. Okay. And he's going to reattach the grappling hook to it. Okay. <laughs> I love this one. And then he's going to kind of walk toward this ramp. It's like a wooden ramp here that they're using. And he's going to start just like throwing it out there, trying to fish this goblin into the back to All shore. Right. So as you do that, you notice that the water is also has that arsenic yellow tint to it uh-huh. so you know probably going in the water would be bad uh you after a couple of of minutes of trying you do manage to get the body hooked and you start to pull it towards you okay as you pull it towards you one of the now nets appears as a giant eel and bites and starts to pull 
at the other side of the body like it's a game of tug of war. Oh boy. That it is obviously winning, and as it pulls, everything from the collarbones down get yanked off, and as you pull it towards you, you just see, like, the neck and head, and then just viscera dripping down from where the now nets pulled oh it off. Um, as this is happening, I was just want to take a perception check to see if I can recognize it. Uh, yeah, it's the cousin you tripped and pushed in there. Oh, yes! Bottle swallow lazy bones! <laughs> what? Bottle swallow lazy bones. Yeah, he swallowed a bottle and then he just never did much, so we called him bottle swallow lazy bones. <laughs> I could get into this whole no- goblin nomenclature thing. <laughs> I wonder what our names would be. <laughs> as you as you look at the body, around its neck, you see standard holy prayer beads. This strand of ordinary looking prayer beads glows with a soft light and becomes warm to the touch the first time you cast a divine spell while holding it. Rip. When you do, the prayer beads become attuned to your deity changing their form and iconography to permanently incorporate your deity's religious symbol and iconography. All right, Twin Talon will take, pick up the prayer beads, which the universe has told him are magic. Uh, he will wipe off any viscera and poisonous water, and then he will walk over and hand them to Brianna. Um, I think of the assembled group here, you're the only one that casts divine magic, so I, I think they probably would be best used by you. Thank you, my friend. I'll uh, I'll certainly take them. Hey, guys, this combat's over. Yeah, This combat's over. Haya, I have put the prayer beads on your character sheet. You guys have finished this area. Finally. Oh, it's only taken like well, only seven episodes. <laughs> well, there is one area we haven't actually explored. What's that? Oh. So, remember how the spiders had that big mound of stuff to the northeast? But... There are friends. Oh, yes. I was wondering if Renuli could maybe talk to them and get them to, like, not murder us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. who? Is her name Renuli or Renali? Renali. I, we know we messed it Renali. up. Renali. 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 <laughs> get my brain. Renali. Renali could uh, ask them to, you know, let us poke through. Or, or ask them if there's anything interesting in there. I don't know. I think we've we've physically explored everything else. I don't feel like dredging the bottom of, <laughs> of this area with the now nets. I think I'm going to get yanked under... Like I'm fishing for sharks or... Yanked under with poison water, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that those mounds are the only thing we haven't even gotten close to. And I feel like they're probably a refuse since they took the... They immediately went and grabbed the rock body and started eating it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's the yellow mud, so it's probably what they're, where they're taking the mud out of the pit and putting it. Why are there spiders there? I don't know. But anyway, if they're bringing dead bodies there, there might be some something interesting in it. Maybe not. Rinaldi heads over and starts to chat with the spiders. You hear them chittering in spideries. Mm, um, spideries. A real language that Sean didn't just make up. <laughs> Honestly, though, they might be there as body disposal. <laughs> the corpses have stuff. The corpses do have stuff. The hills have eyes. Sorry. Actually, the language she speaks is called Andi. A-N-A-D-I. Anandi. But that is the sp- language of the spiders. So sh- that is what she is actually speaking. And the spiders kind of say, sure. Uh, you see them all skitter off into the trees. Wait, so they're okay with us looting their shit? Like, 
What? We're not going to take any of the bodies. I don't think they care about like trinkets yeah, I don't that think the bodies spiders have had. But what if they also like shinies? We're just assuming here. We'll find out when they murder us. I'm sorry. We'll find out when I collect their sweet, sweet XP. (laughs) As you start to kind of dig through the mud a little bit, you see a desiccated body of what looks like a human. There's little left of the actual human body, but you do discover a mud-covered suit of full-plate armor. Ooh. Not that I can wear it, but... <laughs> Does it have, like, uh, like boob molds? Is it a lady's full-plate armor? Because I'm assuming it's fantasy, right? Right. Yeah. You do notice that there are some... There is a rune etched into it. Ooh. All right. So it is definitely good armor. Takes you about 10 minutes to find all the pieces of it. All right. And I have added that to the group loot sheet as well. So Sweet. Other than that, now you have thoroughly explored this entire area. You have, as you, and, and I'm assuming as you were looking through the bodies of all of the boggards and Chirica that were down there, mm-hmm. you do see that they all have the Cinderclaw emblem on them somewhere on their armor on their clothes something all right anything interesting on their persons not really a couple tridents couple rocks r-o-c-k-s rocks dang it um yeah nothing really yeah nothing super good i'll I'll look at the tridents and think of temid but uh (laughs) i don't need to i don't think we need to start a you know, weapon and armor emporium out here. So, I mean, I think of a web- walking weapon and armor emporium and think of uh, a <laughs> All right. So, for done body looting, I say we take our new goblin friend and our dinosaur and get the heck out of here. Uh, I think we yeah. should take all of the miners with us. Um, so we can liberate what? the miners on the beds. Oh. I don't think all of them It's been many weeks. Maybe get them some healing. You notice that all of them also have the emblem of the Cinder Claws. Wait. You're saying they're not miners? No, they were in the in the whole mining. They're just also members of the Cinder Claws. I don't know. I feel bad leaving them here to die. How about this? We can administer some anti anti venom and anti an antidote. And then just leave them here to do what they will. But then it comes, we run the risk of them kidnapping more people to continue their mining operation. But these guys were in the pit. Yeah, but they're members of the cult. Well, maybe they joined not to get unlive. I'm sure they joined not with the thought of being murdered, but... They f- they joined willingly, and though Serenry does preach redemption, I'm I'm not sure this is the time nor place to... Sit and and convert. I mean, I'm I'm with Soraya, hoping that perhaps we can help them come to and and who knows? Maybe they will see the error of their ways. But it it is certainly a risk. Well, as long as we're not going to leave them just to to die slowly, I I just it does not feel very goblinly. We could kill them. That mm. feels closer to goblinly, but not in the way I like. 
<laughs> I'm going to look away if you're doing something like that. Um, well, if there are if there are five of them there, I can whip up five antidotes and we can leave them. But okay, guys. Okay. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll form like a new cult of like the Tinder claws, and it's all about dating and swiping. <coughs> but uh, <laughs> all right, you guys heard know. him. That's what you're gonna do, right? <coughs> or I'm gonna come back and show you why they call me Darkhold. Are you gonna leave them on the outside beds or move them inside? I'll move them inside. I will attempt to move them inside. I mean, I'm Brianna I'm like will help him. Three foot <laughs> nothing. Brianna is fairly small. So small. Yeah, they're also all small creatures. So I'm sure we can help him move the. Yeah, that's not gonna. People long. inside. Uh, we can leave them like a little note, like you've been given a second chance, use it wisely. Yeah. Or expect or revenge back. from knife sword dark old Sneagle teeth. <laughs> Sneagle teeth? Sneagle teeth and backup singers. What? <laughs> backup singers? Is that us? <laughs> oh, the hair. Don't want to get copyright strike. <laughs> uh, you also remember you cast... Stabilize on all of them as well. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think that has much against poison, does it? No. After about 20 minutes of crafting and whatnot, Soraya, you managed to whip up some anti-poison. Uh, didn't you say I have the, the formula for it? So I could just do the... Um, like, I could just use my reagents for it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so that's pretty instant then. <laughs> I'm gonna scroll on the wall. Be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that, the day is mostly over. Hmm. It's been about 24 hours since Temid and Pond Watcher have left. Wow. What do you guys want to do? There is Hazel's office, which has a bed that you can rest in. There's three more beds down in the bunks where the where you just put the Chirikas and the Boggards. There's also the outside cots. I mean, I feel like this place is just full of arsenic. Yeah, it's not a good yeah, place to... Yeah, might be the best place for y'all to hang around. I think Saray would be fine for a little bit, but eventually... Mm-hmm. I mean, feel free to drink all the water if you want, but I think we should leave. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm fine We've gotten Renali out. we got Seagull Teeth here, who is now a willing member of our band, whether he likes it or not. And, uh, yeah, we should just get out of here. Did you say he's a willing member of our band, whether he likes it or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, while this conversation's going on, I'm going to walk to the other place and just put property of seagull teeth, but I don't know how to spell property. <laughs> okay. Pooperty is written all over. So for the first time in months, we're going to a different map. What? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Hey, it's the hex map. It is the hex map. The exploration map. Now, remember, it takes you one day to move to a different hex. Okay. You know where you need to go now. You see everything that exists because Hezel gave you a map of every... Or, well, crudely draw, drew on your map where everything is. Okay. Okay, what is this like... So there's the, there's the pillar that is slightly southwest of us and there's the thing directly south of that. What is that little hut thing? It's probably the fortress that that dude was talking about. That he was going to blow up? That's a good guess. Well, that we were going to blow up. 
but he, the guy at the Elephantitis camp said that there was a fortress that the the Cinder Claws had in the area, somewhere to the east, which turns out it was like two, three hexes to the east. <laughs> that's like 75 miles, because each hex is about 25 miles of exploring. Yeah, that's like on the it, river. It he could have just been like, trip. follow the river. But he was just like, meh, somewhere, and he waved generically in that direction. He was like, meh, stuff. And he got on his elephant roadway. So I think that's probably what it is. There's also dragon pillars around it. Looks like yeah. I mean, we can we can go directly southeast for now and take care of the pillar that's like literally right there if we want. Yeah, I mean, I would go there. I would go one southeast, then two southwest, then two southeast, then one south, then probably just circle around the fortress, making sure there's nothing on the outside of it that's going to come in while we're in. So there's yeah. no, like make sure there's no backup that we're not aware of, and then and then take out the fortress. That that would be looking at what we know, what I would recommend. But. Yeah, no, that sounds solid to me. Mm-hmm. That Sounds good. Right. So you are heading to the southeast, you said. Correct. Yes, the adjacent hex that has a dragon pillar in it. And are you sending Renali in a different direction? Um, we know where she was scouting is. for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, now that the map's open, I don't know if it's worse or better. Well, do we want her to, like, go and make camp somewhere so we don't have to do it later on sort of thing? That's true. One of the things that she could do is make the camp for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. She auto-succeeds? Yep. She's going to stay with you and just build it in the back area from where you are. Okay. That's a good call, honey. I, I think that's a, I think it's a good, yeah. a, a good thing for them, her to do now that we don't have to ever exploring. Since we don't have Tema to do it well for us. Yeah. So, Twin Channel will try to explain a t- topography to Seagull Teeth. I'm sure and it probably goes great. Mm-hmm. So, as you approach here, it is dark, because it is night. Oh. Why did we get here so late? Because you guys didn't rest. Yes, we did. Did we? Oh, you, you camped, and then you moved here. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then... Also... Uh, can we say that people with healing proficiency maybe have touched up some healing people overnight? Yep. That's nope. totally what happened. Okay, great. As long as we're dead. Yep, that's all that matters. So wait, did we <laughs> rested? Yes. Yeah. We're going to rest. We're, the plan was to rest for the night and then head here the next day. All right. Not to just run here. You guys trek here through the course. You've entered a swampy area. Mm. The terrain of this area gives way to thick, cloying mud and swampy ground. Shallow puddles lie scattered across the oversaturated earth, the water rising up to fill footprints and other indications left in the soil. Droplets slide from leaf to leaf before falling into the puddles, causing the pools to froth and boil. Soft bells sound intermittently between the patter of rain. This soaked jungle grove has been transformed into pseudo-marshland by the power of the rain. Okay. Swaying bells have been strung randomly across the trees. Okay. So just so you know, all know, Denver is currently with... Renali. Renali. Perfect. Cool. Keeping her safe. All right. So we're in exploration mode. So let's start with Christine. What is Soraya doing 
in exploration mode. Uh, I think much as she usually does, she is um, investigating looking for any interesting, useful items with properties that would be fun for alchemy. Okay. Haya, what is Brianna? Um, it's only been 24 hours since their friends left, and um, there's still danger, she feels, in literally every corner. So she will be um, as observant as she possibly can with her shield raised. All right. Matt? Twin Talon, as a shock to everyone, will be avoiding notice. Okay. Oh, I'm... <laughs> and... Rob, what is Knife Sword doing? Oh, admiring the beautiful muck and deciding whether he not he wants to go for a swim. <laughs> okay. So as you are approaching Twin Talon. Uh-huh. As you approach, you hear some of those bells start to shake a little bit more. Okay. And I'm just going to move you on the map real quick. Oh shit, there's a dragon floor right there. Yep. The tree was blocking it from me. You have managed to move stealthily enough that it has not detected you yet. Okay. Knife sword. This mud looks so inviting. It doesn't look like it's tainted with uh, arsenic, like the mud you've been in and around for a long time. You probably want to take a dip. Ah, mucklitude rating nine. I think I will indulge. (laughs) (laughs) Hiya. (laughs) Brianna is walking with her shield up, and I'm going to say you're right near Twin Talon. Yeah, makes sense. She wouldn't want him to go by himself. I'm going to put you... You're behind him, but so you don't bother mess with his sneaking. Yep, yep. You definitely are aware of what's going on. And Soraya, unfortunately... There's just mud everywhere. Not Nothing even exciting. Can refine some arsenic at it. <laughs> no, no. If only, man. So before we do this, since we had a nice to rest, um, Haya, is the plus one full plate better than what you have, or do you already have plus one full plate? I'm not sure. I think I just have regular full plate, so it probably is better. Yeah, it um, looks like you you have regular full plate on. Yeah. yeah. I know you're our highest AC character, but we should give you some more AC. <laughs> Sounds fucking fantastic. Let's do it. Make him have to roll right. 35s to hit you. Come on. Oh, my. Yes, please. So in the morning, we make making waffles. Peach to it. <laughs> you trade out your you trade out your regular ha- uh half plate for plus 1 full plate. I thought I was also wearing full plate. Oh, yes, you were. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, just to make sure I I didn't work something. Well, nope. Well, yeah, could you just have moved the rune while we were resting? Mm, if it's etched, I don't I don't remember how these things work. <laughs> so the DC of the crafting check to transfer a rune is determined by the item level of the rune being transferred, and the price of the transfer is 10% of the rune's price. Unless transferring from a runestone, which is free. If you're swapping, use the higher level, blah, 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 blah. It takes one day to transfer a rune or swap a pair of runes. So, so let's just have me shimmy out of one armor and shimmy into the other one. Yeah. Easy peasy. Lemon squeeze. AC is 28. Nice. Without the shield. 
Yep, with the shield, it's 30. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. You're going to be so hard to hit. Oh, no. That's so terrible. And her AC goes up one every level. At least. <laughs> so, with that, I'm just going to have everyone roll um initiative oh fuck all right well re it's fine i think i got a cracked die can i roll again i will wait oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i also rolled very poorly it's okay you don't know how good or bad things are going to be. And I rolled a three. Oh, that's bad. I rolled a two, so. Yeah, so it gives me an 18. Soraya, what did you roll? Oh. one on initiative. So before this combat really kicks off, I do want to say this. I read or reread the game master section mm-hmm. of the core rulebook. That's good. That's important. And it says you should get one hero point at the start of every game. So I'm going to give you that's all hero points. Nice. You should Yay. all have a hero Great. point. That means we're in trouble. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to follow the rules better. So We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean that we have one total or one plus whatever we had before? One total. Okay. So they don't carry over? They do not carry over anymore. That means you are incentivized to use them as often as you possibly can. What is this, like a phone company thing? Yes, absolutely. If you spend your minutes, you can get more minutes for free. Remember when you had minutes on your phone, guys? Yep. God. Yep. (laughs) Remember when text messages were ten cents each? Yeah, yeah, I remember when you got paid, get to pay per text message. Yeah, or you could get unlimited, which seemed expensive until you, depending on how many you sent, maybe not. Yeah, until you did the math but. on sending individual text messages. <laughs> so, Twin Talon, just so you know, mm-hmm. I've rolled some secret checks for you. For me? For you? Yes. Oh, we shouldn't have. Oh, but I did. <laughs> and we're about to see how well you do on those those rolls, those checks. Okay. So, from your west, Twin Talon, mm-hmm. does a 28 hit you? Yeah. An arrow flies out and hits you. Oh, interesting. Rude. And it hits you for four points of damage. Well, hold on a moment. Uh Uh-oh. So, there's this item called the Bracers of Missile Deflection. Oh! Uh Oh! Those are convenient. Well, the the requirement is I'm aware of the attack and not flat-footed. So, I guess the question is, did I make whatever perception check to notice that this person was there? You did not. Okay, then never mind. Okay. So, you take... Four, I'm going to assign you four points of damage. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. And they are no longer hidden. Where are they? Oh, they're right. Uh, okay, let me move them. There's they- only four and a half squares to my west. There they are. 
Yeah. All right. So they snuck around and shot you with an arrow. Then... Oop. To try and sneak, sneak, sneak. Ooh. Twin Talon does see this one as he starts to sneak around. And then it is going to... Here and attack you with its jaws. What? What is this? 33? Yeah, that hits. Come on, liberate. For 16 points of damage. I'm sorry, did you say liberate? Please. Um, you can't liberate just yet. Until my turn? Correct. You get your You get your actions on your turn, and then you'll have your reaction for the next time. Unfortunately, I wish you could have used it. Sorry. He's going to move here, and he was not stealthing. And then he's going to shoot at Seagull Teeth. What? They don't like your mud connoisseuring. 22. Hit your AC. Um, yes. Okay. And you are going to take... Eight points of damage. Twin talent. Um, twin talent is going to hold his action. Okay. I'm going to delay. I believe is the correct turn. So you're going to adjust where you go in initiative. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems like they all went first. And let's see how well this one sneaks. I think as a rogue, you either need to go first and be able to see things, or you need to go after your party goes to get yourself in position. That's fair. Well, you do manage to see this one attempting to sneak around. Sean, you still haven't described these things. What are they? I know, I know. Uh, I'm So these are very weird creatures. I think you fought them before. I mean, they look like they've got a... Got a skull on their head? Are they wearing a hat and a leaf dress? Kind of. You see that these crocodile-snouted creatures are slender and look like they're slender and wiry humanoids with heads resembling a crocodile's rust-colored skin and blood-red eyes. They are small creatures. Okay. That's the best I can do for description on them. So wiry body, crocodile face. Yep. Cool. Why is everything in this jungle horrible? <laughs> I mean, good question. Welcome to the Mwangi Expanse. Another one runs towards Brianna and attempts to attack it with its jaws. Okay, good luck. I believe in you. 21, and you have your shield raised. Yep. Correct. It's not enough, is it? That's not it enough without not. the sh- shield raised. You did say 21, correct? I did. Okay. It was almost a, a failure. Yeah. A critical failure, I mean. Yeah, one but point. I'll allow it. It's very kind of you. You're welcome. I'm, I tend is to be the still that guy's turn, or is someone else going now? It's someone else's going now. Well, I'm going to go after that guy runs up. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so now that this guy is adjacent to me and Brianna, which was a very poor decision on his part, uh, Twin Talon will lash out 
and attack him. Get him, honey. All right. Let's see if you can. Uh, that is a 34 to hit. Oof. And they uh, are flat-footed. That will crit. Okay. Noise. So this one is slashing weapon strike. Crit effect, deal normal damage to one of the target's weapons. Mm. Nah. <laughs> so I'll just take the regular crit effect from my sword, uh, which is to make them flat-footed. Uh, so okay. when Brianna goes, it'll also be flat-footed to her if she wants to fight it or if it's alive. Uh, but it'll still do double damage. So, All right, how much damage do you do? Uh, 42. In a row? <laughs> just at once. <laughs> is uh, it still alive? It is barely alive, but it is still alive. All right, then I will take a second attack on it. Okay. Again, still flat-footed. 15. Flat will miss. Natural three. Mm. Yeah, let's just finish this off. I'm gonna use a hero point to re-roll that. Okay. Use that one hero point you have. I'm sure I won't need it for anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you? Eighteen. Jesus. An eighteen on a flat-footed opponent will miss. Cool. Ouch. So. I rolled a three, and then a six is my upgraded roll to that. Um, so then Twin Talon will take his third action to step. And he's going to step in between these two, like, through them. He's not flanked by them yet. Not that it matter. Um, but yeah, basically he's now on the opposite side of the creature from Brianna, which will set her up to be flanking it. When her turn starts. Ah. All right. Because I think if my second attack didn't hit twice, my third attack will definitely crit fail. <laughs> so we have another one that manages to sneak to here. Matt, you are unaware of this creature. Okay. It shoots at you with a bow. Mm-hmm. 19. You're not close. Okay. Critically not close, or...? No, no. You're, okay. you're only six away from my actual AC. Ah, got it. 25? Uh, now that I told you my AC, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's second attack. Garbage. Move. For f- four points of damage. Wait, hold on. Good... But wait, wait. I was aware of the second attack, though, right? Oh, you were. Then I will use my Bracers of Missile Deflection as a reaction. What they do is they give me a plus two bonus to the triggering attack, which would make it a miss. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Clang. Knife, sword, dark hole, seagull teeth. You are up. Well, since I was just minding my own business and suddenly somebody threw something at me, I'm guessing, I'm going to react the only uh, way... It was a arrow. Huh. <laughs> I'm going to react the only way I know how, by releasing noxious vapors. <laughs> Seems legit. Are you farting at them? <laughs> so hard. I see it. It's a ten, ten-foot emanation. 
so it emanates from you. But I'm also obscured. <laughs> you are also obscured! Oh, boy. That's all I can do right now. So... confuddled. I mean, fair. It's like a squid releasing ink. Mm -hmm. That's what—that's how goblins work. I don't know if you knew that. I'm learning more and more each day. Unfortunately, it is the Dragon Pillar's turn. Oh, boy. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. It's probably fine. There's lots of targets for it to hit. So there's me. at least five of these things, the Dragon Pillar, and possibly more. <laughs> what's its What's its these? Uh, ooh, 25, and Twin Talon is also 25. <sighs> All right, so here we go. We're going to roll a D2 on a 1. It hits Twin Talon. On a 2, it hits Knife Sword. Por que no, Brianna? Too far away. Rude. 1, Twin Talon. I swear it's favoritism. Okay, so what's the deal? Well, I make an attack. Is there a saving throw? Most of these are saving throws. G g give me a, a reflex save. Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> this is going to be where I really needed that hero point. But yep. don't y'all worry about it. Uh, 34. Okay. Well, let's see if I hit. Does a 27 hit you? Yep. So orange eye beam, or orange smoke starts to billow from the mouth of this dragon pillar and a beam of orange light washes over you twin talent mm -hmm. you feel just this acid start to burn on your skin no i don't you do not because you critically succeeded i mean even if i regularly succeed i critically succeed on reflex saves so. nice so yay avoidance avoidance brianna Hello. It is your turn. Um. Next week. Why you always do this to me? It's always on her turn. Well, the last time. But usually, yeah. it's last time it was your turn. It's yeah. usually me. Usually. Favoritism. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because Epic Games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.